Welcome back to the podcast that's too hot for literature, Inspired Incompetence. How's everybody doing? Not making a book-burning joke. Ooh, uh, yes. <laughs> Thank you for not doing that. Uh, okay, so let's see. We're in Yelly's Pond, and I think you guys just killed some deadly uh, viper vines. Oh, yeah. De- <laughs> yep. With our deadly weapons against freaking plants. Yep. And our genus got his brains fucking battered. Yes. Yeah. They proved particularly deadly against our genus, who doesn't remember the last, what, like three hours of his <laughs> life? Yep. Oh, yeah. yeah. And is literally bleeding intelligence right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. So let's. Man, let's he didn't pick... have a lot of that to spare either. <laughs> so let's pick it up from there. Um, oh, you know what? It's, I should probably. I probably. Like, who? Who dealt the killing blow for the final Viper Vine? It was the Thalias. Who okay. else? So that means that. So our genus is currently dealing with intelligence bleed. Um, which I think is, did it, that's from a crit card, correct? Yes. Did it list a bleed value? It's a one intelligence bleed. Perfect. We can work with that. So that means on our genus's turn, he will take one point of ability damage and will continue to every round until he receives magical healing. So magical healing, or does it have to be ability damage healing? Just magical healing, any like anything that would stop bleed of any kind. Do, does bandaging like heal the heal check stop bleed? Yeah, like your healing hands would stop bleed. Right? Healing hands, and I think just like a heal check to like stop bleed, technically should as well. Which is, I've never really found a way to like contextualize in my head how that would work but it's the way it Our works genius, you got a you got a big old hole in your head let me yeah. apply pressure <laughs> yeah just like fucking like books and shit keep tumbling out every round um all right so that means it's tia blitz turn who uh, would probably be aware that our genus is currently in some real-time uh crisis but you are currently uh kind of a a jog away from our genus a hundred feet away so, but it is your turn, so go ahead. Yeah. Uh, Teoblith is going to go ahead and heal himself because <laughs> Thalias is closer and is, you know, the actual healer. Oh, that's so nice of you. Classic Teoblith. <laughs> All right. Go ahead and heal yourself. Uh, so, yep. I'll hit, hit himself with a Cure Serious. Ooh. 28. I'll take that. I think that was still mostly damage that I took. In the uh, at the dock fight, <laughs> I just don't think we ever he- actually healed from that. Yeah, I don't think you took any damage from guys. We were smart. We concentrated our damage in one person. Yeah, <laughs> it happened to be our genus. <laughs> yeah, we kind of did. <laughs> All right, so that means it's now Marina's turn. She doesn't have any way to heal, but she will start making her way over to our genus. Yeah, I I, I believe that our genus like hands are on his knees just trying to focus on just the grasp like just the grass below him probably just wobbling around mm-hmm yeah it probably feels like your like your ability to I think especially since you just like in your active memory like you were just having like breakfast or something and all of a sudden like boom you're you're getting the shit beaten out of you by this viper vine. You have no idea what's going on. And now you're just kind of like, you're clinging to this moment, trying not to slip away any farther. And that's like how your intelligence bleed is happening. Uh, but it is now your turn. Uh, so take one point of intelligence damage. And nice. yeah, then do whatever else you And make a fortitude to save. To do. What's the fortitude save for? To try and stop the bleed damage. Oh, I didn't r- remember it came with a save. Yep, it's it's a DC like 34 because that's what the yeah. uh, the con- yeah. confirmation roll was. Right. Uh, 10. <laughs> okay. What was the save? Thir- 34 or something? 34, yep. That's not quite enough. Uh, uh. So you take one point of intelligence damage and, I mean, you otherwise have your whole turn ahead of you if you want to do anything. 
I wobbly make my way over towards the Lias. I just, I woke up in a battle. Okay. Genus, you don't look so good. (laughs) It is the Lias' turn. Uh, Oh, it's actually Uhtred's turn. But I don't know what Uhtred can do to affect the situation. I'll wait, wait, I'll use a uh, standard action to re-prepare uh, my mirror image. Okay. All right. So it is now Fly's turn. Yeah. So I'll uh, when Arginus comes up, I'm like, whoa, he <laughs> looks so good, Arginus, and I'm like, I'm touching him with my hands, like trying to stabilize him. You know, look him, look him over, see mm-hmm. his eyes going one way and the others going the other way, <laughs> and he keeps rambling about nonsense, which is par, but like it's <laughs> extra rambly. Yeah, yeah. So I'll uh, I'll use that opportunity to infuse some healing into my hands. All right. Oh, that's big time. That's 28 healing. Ooh, Very good. That's huge. Does he look any better after that? So you, you've you healed uh, 28 points of damage, which is definitely something that you needed. Uh, your intelligence damage does not go away, but you are no longer taking it in the form of bleed. His brains are no longer leaking out of his skull. Exactly. Okay. <sighs> I uh, <laughs> oh, I appreciate it, Thalios. Yeah. Uh, by I, the by, the way, you wanna you wanna tell me uh, what, what's going on here? Uh, it's getting kind of fuzzy up here. I feel like I took a beating of a lifetime. You can probably exit initiative. By the way, before you do that, Thalios, since you've got your hands warmed up, would you mind giving me a nice rub down? <laughs> yeah, I go to I go to take my hands off our genus to see if he'll stand up on his own. You know, like like you've stacked a bunch of rocks, and you're like, are they gonna tumble or? And uh, when he doesn't immediately fall back over, I go to uh, Utrid and I'll toss a heal on him. Ooh, fourteen. Uh, hey, Thelias, <laughs> uh, do you mind if I get a uh, maybe one or two more hits? I look at Utrud, who's still looking pretty bloody. I I'm only missing 11. Yeah, I'm right. at... Well, I'll heal you for 14 more, so you're full. And then I go back to Arginus, who's my serious trauma patient here. <laughs> it's like, like, all right, is he going to stand? Let's give him a second Orient himself. You know, work Utrud. Utrud looks good now. And then I look back at Arginus. And you're really Arginus. warmed up now. Yeah, I look back at Arginus, who's... It's just a disaster. Look, oh no, he's he's the real case here. Another twenty-eight for our genus. Nice, yeah, the hands nice. are hot. I could get one more. Yeah, yeah. I I insist that you need another one. I don't. <laughs> Doctor's orders. Yeah, that's fifteen healing. That's fine. That puts me up to seventy-four, which is that doesn't sound like full HP, Tom. Let's give <laughs> you one more. I, I think you're concussed. <laughs> What is your full HP, Arginus? I think it's only 28. Now, considering Arginus took a full attack plus and several crits therein, I'd say the fact that he was still walking around is <laughs> yeah. pretty impressive. <laughs> I, I'm yeah. not going to lie. I was I was nervous that Arginus was going to die right there. Honestly, the fact that Joe hit him with freedom of movement is the reason our genus is still standing, because he didn't take four constrict damages. <laughs> yes, you're right. Holy shit. That's a pretty good spell. I should use it more. Ever the altruist. You should use it all the time. Yeah. yeah all the time. Um, well, I don't want to get crazy. Now, I no, am... That's a spell you can get crazy <laughs> with. I am looking at uh, Thalias's health bar, and it says he has one hit point out of 110. Is that no? Nah, I'm just bugged. Something. I'm, I'm, I'm at full HP. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> I mean, that would be a classic Thalias move, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, let me just get that scratch for you. <laughs> I look in. The, I'm in so much pain that everything just turned off. I'm like, yeah, I feel fine, guy. You know, the dude who's impaled. Yeah, yeah. It's like, trying. hey guys. It's like, whoa, dude. You're gonna die. <laughs> Guy's got a bloody nose. Oh, you don't look so good. Like, dude, you want you, you have you have a metal rod coming out of your chest. It's like, oh shit, where did this come from? <laughs> oh, look at that. Okay. Um. So everybody's uh everybody's all patched up. Uh, 
I, well, if anybody has like lesser restoration or. Yeah, how much uh, intellect damage did you end up taking? I took three. Lesser restoration, that sounds like a good spell. Yep. I'm pretty sure you have it when you're the higher friend. Yeah, I don't have it now. Uh, hold or on, ever. hold on, hold on, hold on. Or hold ever. On. I think lesser restoration is one of the three options for the necklace that I'm wearing. Oh, also beauty healing. But I'm pretty sure the Arasni necklace Uchi I believe on. that is all self-cast, though. Self-target. Oh, may- maybe. Hold on, let me... I have it written down somewhere. I also have a wand of lesser restoration, but like... Well, you don't want to blow the charges. Yeah, like yeah, the Lyos can, just, like Tom. The can yeah. just cast it tomorrow. How many tomorrow. charges are there? Like 37. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's classic Tia blood. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, all right, Soul Miner. Periaptive Health allows its wearer to cast each of Cure Moderate Wounds, Lesser Restoration, and Resist Energy on herself once per day. Well, it really is down to the elf now. <laughs> you fucked our genius. So anyways, <laughs> what are we doing next? Wow. Hopefully it's go back to Marina's and get arrested. Um, so at this point, I'm just going to uh, reiterate that this park uh, is full of people. And one of those viper vines before Uhtred stepped in, it... I mean, it didn't get a whole lot, because it could only get, like, a full round action's worth, so, like, I think five people total. Um, but, yeah, like, it it just killed five people before Uhtred could pull its attention away from the people that were just kind of lining up in front of it, because they were under the effect of that mist that it was spitting out. So you guys kind of have, like, your wits about yourselves again, and you kind of realize that the park at large is now kind of, like, it's, like, filled with, like panicking people who are like who they don't know what happened like there there's these two monsters that just showed up started killing people and there's just now dead people in the park and some people are like running away like you don't see any like new dangers but a lot of people are just running out of the park uh, some people are running towards the the people that died it's a it's a place of like despair and panic all of a sudden uh, note to self, picnicking is friggin' dangerous. Like, next time someone asks me if I want to go on a picnic, I'm going to think twice. <laughs> nice try, but no. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Mariana is looking around. Like, you, just, you can see the like look on her face, and she's like just as shocked as everybody else. She's like, she's keeping it together, but she is very, very upset. Um, and then she kind of like looks over at all of you, and she says... I don't suppose that any of you have any idea what just happened. I look over at our genus as if he has the answer. <laughs> I, I don't even know how I got here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's being 100% truthful. She looks down at, like, chest level at all of you, like, probably at, like, your O-balls. You can't really see them yourself, but she's kind of, like, she's kind of thinking to herself and looking and she's like still looks very upset but she looks like she's also kind of like like gears turning in her head and she says i don't know if what just happened was in res- in response to you touching the roots of the kumaru tree or if it was some other stimuli that created those viper vines but it's probably a good idea for us to not linger around these exposed Kumaru roots. In fact, I am curious if there is any change in the makeup of your Kumaru traces after that. Well, uh, hold on one second. So, this is the third incident in the last day and a half designed to instill terror in the people of this city. We've had two different weirwood attacks. One hitting right outside of the arena. One hitting the lifeblood of the city. The docks. And one disrupting people doing going about their day in the park. We've got two different weirwood attacks. And then 
a botanical monstrosity thing. He kind of like waves over at the pile of vegetation that used to be the vine things. As far as I'm aware, and correct me if I'm wrong, Mirena, there's only one place in or around this city that could create these situations. Flies hangs on your every word as if you're about to you're about to solve the case. <laughs> he has no idea where you're going with this. Uh, Mirena is watching Teoblith uh, as he speaks. And uh, when he like pauses to be like, finish my thought, she says, it is not impossible that these are coming from the blue gardens of Tilil. <sighs> but uh, as of right now, my duty is to make sure that the infrastructure of this city uh, is not crumbling as we speak. And more importantly, I would like to get you all back to my home where I can make sure that your presence is not exacerbating these problems. And I don't want you to think for a minute that I think that I am implying that you are doing anything on purpose. But your your assumption of the Blue Gardens of Tilil is not without merit, but uh, I cannot help but wonder if there is a connective tissue in all of this. Well, I guess let's get back and we can discuss it, but once is bad luck, twice is coincidence, three times is a pattern. Yes, well, it's not like this was a third werewood attack. I, that, if it was a third werewood attack, then I would be inclined to agree with you. But this was... This could have been anything. Our genius would roll his eyes if he didn't fear that they would get stuck <laughs> in that position, so... He tries to roll his eyes, but they're Just all... Fall out of his head. Anyway. <laughs> Tiabla just kind of like shakes his head, awestruck at how willfully blind she's being. Well, she's entertaining your your theory, but she's not like she's not completely sold on it yet. Yeah, well, yeah. It, it, to Tiabla's <laughs> mind, he's absolutely right, and the fact that she's not taking it as fact is proof of willful ignorance. It, it's also coming down, yeah, like it's just like consistent theme happening here and it just seems like the only way that we convince her is the destruction of her town tom you're not actually considering destroying her town are you no (laughs) there's only one way to convince her (laughs) i do think the levels of destruction that we've seen though lead us to it's like everywhere we go people are like no, you don't think. It's like, lady, listen. Please. <laughs> yeah. How many towns have to get destroyed before someone listens to us? I mean, I I'm not <laughs> I'm I'm not trying to gaslight you guys or anything. <laughs> I think it makes sense from her perspective though that she would be hesitant to Oh yeah, no, it absolutely makes sense from her perspective. I'm just saying like Teoblith has come to a conclusion, and anyone disagreeing <laughs> yeah. with him is obviously wrong. <laughs> That's true. That's pretty on brand for Teoblith. <laughs> well, you're just going to have to uh, wait for 7,840 people to die before she uh, admits that you're right, I guess. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> yep, there it is. <laughs> so, yeah, so she, despite what uh, Teoblith is thinking to himself, she, uh, she does, you know, collect herself uh she she even leaves her picnic supplies behind and with haste uh hurries back to her house oh no i got a job that i need to go to oh of course (laughs) (laughs) he's still got cost showing up for work it's like when you graduated college and then you think you're uh you forgot to turn in uh, an assignment (laughs) like 10 years later (laughs) oh geez i gotta go to work (laughs) um I have to ask, Tom, is that was that meant to be a joke or are you actually going to go? Oh, there? I'm actually going. Got it. Okay. <laughs> Fantastic. Didn't he spend, what was the last conversation you guys had? Wasn't he explicitly like, hey, like you're not my employee. I'm not paying you. Yeah. Like was uh, yeah, very yeah. clear about all yeah. that? Okay. Yeah. I love your conviction. And, and everybody was like, yo, fuck this guy. He's not paying our genus. And our genus is like, I got, I got to get that grind. 
<laughs> but think about the experience of getting. <laughs> I will say, like, th- there's also a sense of normality to it as well. Like, this is what he used to do, right? Yeah. So, like, oh, absolutely. I-, I-, I think he's finding just the mundaneness to like hold him to this universe. That's fair. I feel that. that that's nice. <laughs> All right, so uh, our genus runs off to go towards uh, Coatl Stadium to find uh, Vorsente, and uh, the rest of you uh, hurry back to uh, Mariana's house. And our genus, the same can be said for you on the way to your destination. The streets of the city have kind of shifted a little bit in tone. The people of the city are, you know... Not as they, like they don't have their thumbs on the events of the past couple days like you guys do, but it seems like the people of Yoli's Pond have started to realize something's happening, uh, and especially with the recent attack in the park and probably the the flood of people who like fled from the park and probably spread the word of that. Um, there's still lots of people in the streets, but they all seem like, instead of just kind of like every day you've been here walking around the streets, everybody's just kind of like having the time with their lives. Like, what am I going to do today? Like, like if I'm going somewhere, I'm just going to enjoy my, my walk. And like, it's just been a very like slow moving leisurely kind of city, but people seem to be like in a hurry, like wherever they're going. Like, they just don't want to be out and about longer than they have to be. Yeah. It's like, like nobody's like, I'm not going outside yet. But everybody's kind of reached a point of like, I'm still going out, but I'm not going to diddle-daddle. And you kind of get that, uh, you get that vibe as you, uh, you leave the park. And you know, a couple people kind of shoot you guys a glance. Uh, doesn't look like a malicious glance, but... Like, you are traveling with Marina uh, through the street and probably strikes most people that pass you that you guys probably do have an idea of what's going on, but nobody kind of, nobody wants to, like, ask you about it. But you are about uh, halfway to Marina's house uh, when there is a disruption in the streets. Ah, jeez. <laughs> what's our genus done now? <laughs> And you, you round a corner in time to see uh, uh, two werewoods. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> There's no denying. Mariana says, oh, shit. She looks over and, like, Tila's just staring down at her. She That terrible look on his face going, I fucking told yeah, you. She Yeah, she hands you two dollars because you were right. <laughs> And the werewoods are in the process of, like, corralling uh, the people in the street. They're not, like, just slaughtering anybody, but they're also, like, very roughly, like, almost like like peace officers, like, enforcing martial law. And they're just kind of, like, like, getting everybody in line, pushing them around, and just kind of lining them up for what you don't know. But yeah, Marina, she sees this and she goes, oh, that's three. And uh, hopefully you can handle this without our genus. So yeah, the werewoods are shoving people to the side and like not letting anybody leave and just kind of being a menace. And Marina says, oh, well, do do me this next favor. And uh, we'll, we'll say that uh, I consider the Blue Gardens of Tilil a primary suspect. So everybody, roll initiative. Not you, Tom. Yep. <laughs> okay. Uhtred. 28. Thalias. A gentleman's four. And Tealoth. 13. Alright, up next is Uhtred. I'm gonna go ahead and cast Haste. Oh, hell uh-huh. yeah. So that gets all of us... Alright. Um, and just as a free action to like start off the combat, the werewoods, uh, they turn to you guys and they, they shout, they shout, halt. Uh, well, Uhtred would understand this. And I think Teoblith now has tongues permanency on himself. Yes. Okay. So Uhtred and Teoblith would 
understand. Halt! Stay where you are! You cannot move freely through the streets anymore! By whose orders? Well, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> Alright, as yeah, you really, were. Really caught him off guard. <laughs> <laughs> they say, no questions! Try and stop me, Stumpy. Oh. <laughs> they brandish uh, short spears and uh, their heavy shields, heavy steel shields, at uh, you in response. Alright, so up next is Marina. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I only had a standard action. Oh, excuse me, princess. No, excuse me. Uh, I will use the swift action to use an arcana point. And I will add the straight plus four to Valo. And I'll move up 30 feet. All right. Now it's Marina's turn. And she is going to... Marion is going to cast uh, Wall of Force. And she is going to separate the werewoods from the crowd that they had been that they had been corralling. Just kind of keep them safe. So the crowd is, for the most part, like over here to the east side of the street. And just hope that the flow of combat doesn't, you know, force anybody beyond there so she's kind of kitty cornered the uh the crowd away from the werewoods so up next is teoblith all right teoblith is going to five foot step to the northeast and go ahead and lay a uh, uh lay a legacy weapon on thalias's shovel oh yes so thalias's shovel is now a plus two uh, plus two construct bane shovel. Nice. Sweet. Have at him, big boy. All right. It is now the werewoods' turns. So there are two werewoods. Red werewood on the west side is going to charge south down to Uhtred. And the blue werewood on the east side is going to charge down to Thalias. Big mistake. They both end their charges with a short spear thrust... And that's a 34 to hit Uhtred. Yeah, that's going to hit. Oh, damn. It matched. All right. Uhtred never put up his shield because he didn't take these guys seriously. <laughs> uh, no, I consciously chose not to use the ability point because I need to put Keen on next round. And if I do it, it eats up my swift action for the next turn. Uh-huh. He just laughs at him like, oh, you're going to get it now. <laughs> I... When you use arcane weapon, like if you put keen on it, that's gonna overwrite the flat plus four that you have now. Oh, you're right. I'm gonna have to use the sheath. In that case, uh, hold on. Oh, you already said it. I was gonna say in that case I would use it, but never mind. All right. Well, I'll take it. Yeah. Take 17 points of damage. All right. And against Thalias, 31 to hit. Ha! That doesn't hit. All right. And it's Thalias's turn. Oh, he's going to be mad that he uh, that he did that. I am going to full attack. Okay. All right. I'd like to see you try to hit this werewood. That's a uh, 41. That hits. All right. That's going to be uh, 39 damage and two acid. Wait, are they immune to acid? No, the plants were. The plants were. That's right. I mean, they could be, I guess, but we ha- all of the werewoods we have fought were not immune to acid. Yes, good. Good. That's pretty good. What else you got? Uh, I got a 29er. That'll hit. Sweet. That'll be, oh, 40 plus 4 acid. Okay. I got a 46 in here for 41 plus 2 acid. And the last boy in the band, I got a 39. That'll hit. For uh, 40 and 2 acid. I do more damage with the Bane than I ever thought possible. I feel <laughs> profoundly profoundly strong. It's really nice, right? <laughs> it's insane. Yeah. With haste and the... It's just, like, ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. What weapon are you using? The shovel. That The crit range on that is just 20? Yep. Yeah, it's 20 times 2. Uh, I thought most melee weapons were 19 to 20. No, uh, most of them Isn't yours 15 20. to 20? Hmm. Yeah, mine's 15 yeah. to 20, but... <laughs> <laughs> It's funny that you got the eye for the crits. Huh. 
See, well, yeah, I was like, crit on four six, and that wasn't a crit. Like, what did you roll? <laughs> yeah. And then I was nineteen. And I was like, huh? <laughs> and he's still standing after all that. I find that hard to believe. He must be a mega weir. So, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna have you guys watch something real quick. Ooh, ooh have fun. Because this is, uh, this is the energy that Thalias just brought to this charging werewood. <laughs> yes. Except there was no blood to wipe off my chin. Yeah, because yeah. he missed you. This is me. You're going to regret it. I, I thought it had more of that, like, more of that scene in it. But basically, he's like, I'll give you one free shot. But if you waste it, I'm warning you. And he just sucker punches him. <laughs> and then he laughs and says, you're going to regret it. And then just proceeds to absolutely demolish. Yeah, and Thalias just tears apart this werewood. It's nice being the one who does the tearing apart these days, you know, <laughs> instead of the one who gets torn apart. Yep, for sure. God. Yeah, that was like 170 damage he just pumped out. Jeez. Yeah. Um, you could feel a tiny amount of damage getting absorbed with each hit, but it was like less than five per hit. Sweet. But yeah, but all things said, after DR, you dealt 162 points of damage to that werewood. <laughs> yep. You're going to regret it. <laughs> and uh, up next is Utrid. Follow that up. Nah, it's, it's definitely going to be a letdown of a turn compared. <laughs> nah, because I think I'm just going to use my sheet to apply Keen. And that's probably going to be it. I'll take a five-foot diagonal step backwards away from the werewood and like going back towards Teoblith and Thalias. Okay. But next turn, if he, he five-foot steps up next to me. <laughs> Give me a skewer job. Well, All right. The slash job. Slash job. To ribbons. <laughs> up next is Marina. Uh, she doesn't have a whole lot to add to this situation. Uh, she just kind of watches Thalias slack-jawed. Uh, she just yells, world star. <laughs> I was going to say, she's in prime shit-talking position. <laughs> I, this is... I mean, she she watched you guys uh, uh, defeat those Viper Vines, but I think that was the single most gruesome display of, uh, of kick-assery that she's seen out of you guys. So she's just like, oh, <laughs> doing like complete anime, uh, like side character style. It's hard to forget when you hit like that 12, 13 mark, you're like kind of a superhero in Galarian. Yeah, yeah you're, you you're really among are. the most powerful people on Galarian at yeah. that point. Yeah, a lot, a lot of people uh, overlook that. Like, if you meet an NPC who is, like, level 15, that NPC is, like, it's he's either, like, the big bad evil guy of a campaign or he's, like, a load-bearing NPC of another story. <laughs> they are extremely... Like, NPCs do not get that high. Yeah. Like, I think right now we are higher level than, like... The Queen of Cheliax, who I think is one of the more powerful like rulers in Galarian. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I believe the Hurricane King was level 16. Okay. That makes sense. You figure the guy who's leading a nation of pirates has to be kind of strong. <laughs> yeah, maybe he might have to just be a little little tougher than the person leading in like courtrooms. Right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so up next is Teoblith. Oh, me. Um... Little old Neobla? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. These guys seem to have it handled. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, like, Tula's going to pull out his bow and just kind of, like, stand in front of Marina in case this thing decides to come at her. But he's going to sit back and enjoy the show, too. Amazing. He'll, he'll ready in action in case this thing, like, approaches. But, yeah, he's enjoying. He's watching. All right. Dude, I, I thought <laughs> Manny RIP was lazy. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah soldiers going to five foot steps south after utrid and uh full attack and i will use the arcana point to boost the ac ah baby you coward 
So he's going to full attack. He's got three short spear attacks and three uh, shield slams. Jeez. But with his charge bonus gone and with Uhtred's uh, Arcana point active, I don't know if it's going to amount to much. That's a 31 to hit. Miss. That's a 24 to hit. That's a 22 to hit. Three short spear misses. And then a 37 to hit. Miss. A 29 to hit. And a 26 to hit. So, half dozen whiffs later, and we are back to Thalias. And now, did my character ever figure out how to charge and not a straight line? I mean, you can charge in a straight line. You can just charge to, yeah, charge to that square. Oh, yeah, that's what I was going to do. All right. We're going to charge in full attack. The shovel hungers. Remember, you don't get the hasted attack when you do this. Well, he does get the the hasted attack. attack, You don't get the one of your attacks. Yeah, champions hit. Uh, 36. That'll hit. It'll be... Oh, roll double sixes on my twos. And my 2d6. Um, 47. Is that including Uh, the acid damage? Oh, and one acid. Okay. Uh, Next one, 44 to hit. That'll hit. For four... 43 damage and 2 acid. Okay. And last one is 34 to hit. That'll hit. For 42 damage and 1 acid. Solid Bane rolls. Damn. Yeah, seriously. 12, Bane's 11, Bane 10. Was, <laughs> yeah, Bane was 33 damage there. Like, just Bane. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Plus, last Jesus. turn, Bane alone. Ridiculous. Uh, He has a... Uh, he has a... He's got a squeaky hinge <laughs> everywhere, but he is still up, and it is Uhtred's turn. I'm just going to go out a limb and assume this guy is ready to fall over. So, Uhtred is just going to say, what do you think? About time you drop your shield and spear and start telling us what's going on here? Oh, smart. It feels like that point in the combat, right? He grips his spear a little tighter, and he says, I will never surrender. <sighs> Alrighty, then. Uhtred is going to take a full round attack. Right, the first one's a 41 to hit on that'll a hit. crit threat. Yeah, that'll threat. And then, uh, I think that's a 50 to confirm. That'll confirm. <laughs> All right, straight up slashing crit. This this is a paper cut. <laughs> no way. You deal awesome. normal damage, and the target has a minus four penalty on attack rolls, skill checks, and ability checks for 1d4 rounds. This reminds me of the uh, Inigo Montoya. You know, it's just like, <laughs> cuts him once, and it's just like, are you done now? No, you want more? <laughs> So how much damage was is uh, normal damage? That's going to be 33. All right. And uh, ever get decapitated with a paper cut? <laughs> nope. Because Uhtred just severs the Werewood's head from his shoulders. Such a fool. Um, all right. So at this point, I want to kind of go back in time a little bit. And let's catch Ooh. up with our genus. Yeah, how's it going at the freaking uh, <laughs> 9 to 5 or genus? Tell Dude, us. It, it's going great. I have a bad feeling you're not about to get off scot-free. You're just going to have to do it by yourself now. <laughs> so, so, our genus, you, you show up at uh, the like the square outside of uh, Quattle Stadium, uh, and you see, uh, you see Varsente there, and he, he looks like he's been patched up pretty good. Since uh, the day before, he he doesn't really look like he's in a great mood. But when he sees you arrive, he he spreads his arms and smiles widely and says, "Ah, Arginus," he says in Orcish, "Arginus." Ah, <laughs> hello, Forzette. <laughs> oh, it's good to see you again. Uh, I'm glad to see you up. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, yesterday was a. Uh, uh, I don't I don't know what that was, but. Uh, It'll take more than that to uh to keep Vorsente away from his sails. 
<laughs> it clearly shows. <laughs> maybe, maybe you know what's going on, uh, Arginus. Uh, I'm, I've been hearing uh, some murmurs through the, through the, uh, through the carts. Uh, people not feeling safe in the streets today. I, I heard uh, about the terrible fire that happened at the docks. Oh, oh, uh, yes. Well, it seems that <laughs> uh, our little attack yesterday uh, from those uh, those werewood bandits uh, were not the only uh, incidents involving uh, with those specific creatures. Are you saying that the that the, the docks fire was not an accident? I uh I wish I could say otherwise, friend. Um it seems that there is something weird happening in this little small town. Uh it's it doesn't seem to be just weir- uh, werewoods either. Um seems to be botanicals of all sorts <laughs> i uh i even woke up just uh being bound and uh beaten by a by a weird vine well that is very concerning arginus uh, and uh, pardon me but i i know the the scale on the map says 180 feet but the city is actually quite large <laughs> Oh, you know what I mean. <laughs> everybody uh, seems to know each other here, and uh, everybody seems to recognize a, uh, a a person who's out of place. Well, I suppose, if you say so. But I don't know, Arginus. Maybe you're being uh, paranoid. It's, that's only that's only two attacks from werewolves. If, if it was a third attack, then I'd say maybe there was a pattern. But... <laughs> Oh, I, uh, These people are great. <laughs> I, uh, I certainly wish that was the case, and uh, uh, by you telling me that, that certainly puts my mind at ease. Good, good. I, now, now, what do you say that we we distract ourselves with the the wonderful world of commerce? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I was uh, pretty excited about today. And then the sound of unhinged mania calls from across the square. Oh, uh, like, it, it sounds like a building falling over. Nah, that was just, uh, that was just Elias striking. I <laughs> <laughs> see how you'd be confused. Uh, yeah, of course. Uh, and from beneath the the sound of destruction you can hear people screaming and like like running for cover and you also hear what sounds like the like the 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 squealing uh roar of some like huge beast and then like a pillar of smoke uh, erupts from uh beneath the uh rooftops god damn it and Vorsente says, oh, my goodness. I don't want to find out what's making that commotion. So, yeah, Arginus, what do you do? Uh, uh how far away does this seem? Like, I- I'm inside the school, like, uh, I assume inside that girthy area. Where's the, where's the girth path? What? Girth? You, you're not on, on any of these maps. You're, oh, okay. you're hold on. So you are... Like around here. Oh, okay. At All this right. like large crossroads outside of Koala Stadium. The commotion, uh, it's really hard to tell. Like it could be coming from behind the front row of buildings across the square, mm-hmm. or it could be coming from like the block beyond that, or even beyond that. You're really not sure. It's because the 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 commotion is so loud that the distance is really hard to gauge. That's wild. Alright, well, um Arginus uh looks at Forsente. <sighs> I know the <laughs> uh business uh, seems to be uh booming today. <laughs> um, <laughs> I see what you did. 
Yeah. I'm also very afraid for my life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why don't you uh, run for cover while uh, uh, while <laughs> Arginus goes to check it out? Good thinking, Arginus. I will be cheering you on from the sidelines. Oh, <laughs> you got it, friend. Uh, and Arginus uh, goes invisible in front of him. Like, I'm not in combat yet. Can I, like, make moves beforehand? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Arginus does greater invisibility, haste, and does the wing, does the winged boots. Okay. So, Arginus's goal is to fly as fast as possible to, uh, like, he gets above these houses and is trying to decipher the location, like he's looking for clouds of smoke or uh, mm-hmm. people running away from. All right. And then we're going to cut back to the, the other guys. So, you guys destroyed the uh, Werewood soldiers. Goddamn right. Well, you say you guys, but really. It was... It was, it was a team effort. A good, a good per, uh, percentage of that was Thalias. Oh, stop. <laughs> um, Alright, so I guess I'll go over loot. Each Werewood had a plus two short spear uh, and a plus two heavy steel shield. Uh, They're both sized for a small creature. Uh, And also a small-sized masterwork heavy crossbow. Uh, And they also each have a small-sized plus two agile breastplate. Uh, They each had 15 crossbow bolts and 5 plus 1 bolts. They each had a belt of plus 2 strength, a cloak of resistance plus 2, and a ring of protection plus 1. Alright, so... While you guys are examining the bodies, the crowd that Marina uh, protected with her uh, wall of force is dispersing, uh, you know, all, uh, very afraid and upset. And uh, Marina's eyeing these werewoods pretty seriously. And uh, she says, yesterday there was... Some werewoods skulking through the merchant carts, uh, picking pockets, and one merchant got stabbed. There was a a fireball that went off. One of the werewoods was apprehended, but at the time this was considered an unfortunate but not sinister event. And I will admit that I personally have not gone and seen this werewood. I am not a member of law enforcement, after all. This morning, there was an attack on the docks. You say that the, uh, there were more werewoods involved, but the, the bodies were destroyed and there were none apprehended this time. Well, not alive. So, I remember our genus dragon one around for a little bit. I did hear about that, yes. <laughs> So, what I'm getting at is, these are the first of these werewoods that I am personally seeing. These are not normal werewoods. These werewoods can only have been created at the Blue Gardens of Tilil. Aha! If you wouldn't mind uh, helping me get these bodies back to my house, so I can... Have them examined more thoroughly. As far as I am concerned, the time for waiting for law and process has come to an end. Attacks on this city are coming from the Blue Gardens of Tilil, and I cannot fathom what reason Umbarno would have for doing this. Part of me hopes that it's not even him. It might not be. But it cannot be denied where these werewoods are coming from. It is very possible with the tools at hand at the Blue Gardens that the viper vines you fought in the park could have in some way been sent from or were generated by, even remotely, the Blue Gardens of Tilil. 
That's what I'm saying. Uh, I fear that if we do not step in directly, these attacks will not stop. But come with me. Allow, uh, let me get these bodies into my into my workshop. Once you have had the chance to prepare yourselves, you can. Uh, I would ask you to go to the Blue Gardens for me. And meanwhile, I will deal with whatever uh, bureaucratic fallout uh, is required of of these events. And uh, she's in the process of kind of like doing her like old grandma equivalent of like trying to hoist one of these bodies up herself but just then you all hear the single loudest crash you have ever heard pandemonium happening from several streets over the single loudest crash that we have ever heard that seems unlikely Fair. I've, Uchard's been through two fucking radiant <laughs> fires. <laughs> to be fair, you didn't hear shit from the first one. Okay. But ah, true. <laughs> I definitely right. heard the second Since, one. Well, maybe I didn't. No, I mean, you guys felt like the earth shake because you were far beneath it. Um, I, I, I won't... I won't... Uh, presume that this... Just, I won't presume to say that this is the single loudest crash you ever heard, but it is like... It, it is noteworthy even for you know you guys that there's some there is some major shit happening uh and it's not like it's not like a fire it's not like a bunch of people like attacking other people there's like it it's pretty clear that there's a singular thing causing absolute mayhem several streets over uh in the city uh and it sounds like an entire building is falling over and underneath the din of this ruckus, uh, you can hear people screaming and fleeing, and you can also hear the the this singular, like squealing roar of some monstrous creature. And uh, Marina stops and looks towards that commotion, and then she looks at you all, and she says. Ugh. Yeah, You'll probably yeah. get We're tired of hearing me. Okay, very good. Uh, you get uh, these things back to your lab. We'll go deal with whatever earth-shattering thing that is. Good, that's a good boy. And she casts a floating disc and uh, starts to heave the bodies onto the floating disc. All right, boys, gather around. I gather up. Uh, Uhtred, you coming too? <laughs> yep. Okay. And yeah, I'll drop a dimension door to bring the three of us to wherever that sound is. I'm going to preemptively cast Greater Invisibility on myself. Like, okay. as he's casting that, I will cast Greater Invisibility on me. It'd probably suck a lot if these were separate crashes that you guys were hearing, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to suck a lot more for our genus than us. <laughs> yeah, probably. Fortunately, uh, we're going to have the two, these two timelines... Uh, merge once more and our genus you it did not take much uh, deducing from you to be able to follow this destruction to its source and you kind of had to like like fly through like a wake of destruction uh, or like above a wake of destruction however you wanted to uh, uh, direct your pursuit but you, it finally comes to an end at uh, a large plaza you may by now know is called Umbara's Plaza. Uh, features a stone monument at its center, an ancient crumbling landmark depicting a blooming flower. The plaza usually contains people relaxing and enjoying the sights, uh, but has been freshly cleared out by this ugly creature with a porcine head featuring multiple horns and tusks. Its muscular body ripples with raw power and otherwise looks like a an enormous boar. <laughs> Does not say exactly how big it is, but I can tell you that it is huge-sized. Uh, can I make a uh, check? Knowledge check? Uh, yeah. 
Yep. Um, you can give me Knowledge Arcana as you close in, and uh, I will have the group likewise kind of teleport in right, fate-defying t- coincidence. I mean, it's a big loud crash, like... Mm-hmm. That's a 20 to figure this thing out. Uh, yeah, you've never uh, never heard of anything like this. Uh, everybody else who's just arrived can likewise give me Knowledge Arcana checks. 37 for Uhtred. Okay. Do I do Knowledge Arcana? I do. 22. Nice. Uh, that's a 30 for me. So our Uhtred got a 37, and Teoboth got a 30. And Thalys got 22. Thalys does not recognize this creature. Uhtred and Teoblith uh, identify this creature as an Ipotril. Uh, for those unfortunate enough to get in an Ipotril's way, the thundering rhythm of its hooves is the sound of doom. These creatures are pure savagery and destruction incarnate. That doesn't sound that bad. A bulk of muscle and hate. A charging Ipotril can be slowed by few things. And... Teoblith can ask two questions about Nipotril, and Uhtred can ask three. Um, I'd like to know what it means by, you know, unstoppable charging. Mm, good question, mm. good question. Uh, well, it's got an ability appropriately called Unstoppable Force. And Ipotril's bonus on a charge attack is plus four instead of plus two, and it may add this bonus on overrun combat maneuver checks, attempting... Attempted using charge the charge through feet. Spoilers, it's got the charge through feet. And Ipatril may charge over difficult terrain, provided the terrain does not cost more than two squares to enter. Uh, can I use the question to ask what its movement speed is? Absolutely. Uh, it has a move speed of 60 feet. Alright, uh, how about some energy defenses? It has no energy-based defenses. like to hear that. Two more for you, Uhtred. Let's go with any DR. It has DR5 that cannot be overcome by any means. Uh, it's not registering as undead to my goggles, is it? No, it is not. You know that it is a magical beast. Fuck it. Let's play some HP game. Haven't done that in a while. Okay. 151. Higher. Alright. Uh, and so you see this thing, and it is like... It looks like it just kind of charged its way to this plaza and it arrived like moving uh, like southeast. So you guys are kind of like heading it off sort of as you are like directly to its east, even if you're like like 70 feet away from it. Like it was kind of beelining for the fountain. Yeah, there's a large fountain slash monument that it is uh, heading towards. Uh, and now that it's in this, like, wide open space, it looks like it's, like, it maybe would have calmed down, even if momentarily, but as soon as, like, you guys arrived, it is, like, right back to rip-roaring, rearing to go. Um, and to your south, you see a single figure, and it looks like a, it is not a werewood, it looks like a, a man, a the race you're not sure because they're wearing a mask, uh, and the mask uh, is of like, you know, like like undead motif. Not like like evil, like undead, but more like like Day of the Dead kind yeah, of like a, like a Dia de los yeah, Muertos yeah. mask. Yeah, right. Uh, th- this person looked like they were standing there, like going like, "Oh fuck, I don't know what I'm supposed to do about this." But then you guys arrived, and he uh, he like strums his guitar. And you you see like like the air kind of ripples around his guitar, and you realize you know who this person is, and you remember that say, yeah. they were playing Emiktal uh, uh, in the Arasni and Aridin, uh fight. Like he was their opponent, and he uh, he looks over at you all and he shouts, shouts, oh, oh hello there, mi amigos! I cannot take on this beast by myself. And he uh, he begins to like to strum, Sense ready for combat. Okay, nine. You have absolutely no idea what this guy's motives might be. Some things never change, huh? <laughs> <laughs> but 
other than that, uh, let us roll for initiative next week on the Inspired Incompetence Podcast. Sweet. See ya. See ya. See ya.